Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Well, spring is here, meaning animals are certainly on the move looking for easy uh, sources of food. Our next guest is recommending homeowners and businesses to spend a few minutes checking around their properties to uh, help keep them and their community safe when it comes to Wildlife joining me now is Leslie Fox, Executive Director of the Fur Bears. Leslie, thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Jeff. Well, it is uh, an interesting topic because um, we often hear about this interaction with wildlife and people, and especially in the urban areas more and more as the city continues to grow and expand. How big of a challenge uh, has this uh, become uh, you know, each spring in regards to wildlife and just um, the coexistence with people? It's always a challenge, and as you indicated, we're, we live in growing centers. Uh, Vancouver was carved out of a rainforest, and so most residents know we can expect wildlife. Wildlife live here, um, including animals like black bears, uh, coyotes, cougars, which can be unsettling, you know, for some homeowners. Um, And so there's a real obligation for us to share the landscape. And there's a few times a year when it's really important for people to have a little more patience and tolerance And it's also a great opportunity for us to educate ourselves on what can attract wildlife uh, to our homes and businesses and what can we do to prevent any of those negative wildlife encounters. So in regards to, you mentioned a few animals there, but which animals are more active this time of the year uh, this spring? Most of them are are quite active. So spring is a busy time for a lot of wild families. Uh, Wild animals are on the move. They're looking to set up their homes, their dens, their nests. Many animals are looking for food. Uh, Black bears, on the West Coast, black bears don't always hibernate right through just because of the milder temperatures. Mm -hmm. But we should be seeing an increase um, in black bear sightings. That's very normal this time of year. Uh, The cubs are also uh, waking up and traveling with mom. Coyotes, uh, many coyotes have their dens right now with uh, their uh, uh, babies. and, And so... People that are frequenting the parks, for example, Stanley Park, need to be aware that, you know, coyotes are on the move. And so it's quite normal to see these these animals, especially this time of year, as um, just like us, they're raising their families and uh, just trying to get by. Mm-hmm. What precautions should homeowners and businesses take this, this time of year in and around their property? Mm-hmm. So the number one rule for coexistence is managing attractant. And attractant is usually a food source of some kind that brings animals in closer contact with people. So that could mean garbage, recycling, organic waste. Um, All of those things should be kept in hard-sided lock containers and only put out on the curb on the morning of pickup. Um, Other things could be, um, you know, you want to ensure that your barbecue and your grills are clean, the drip trays are clean, Uh, any bird feeders, those can be removed now. Spring is a great time. There's lots of food out there available for birds. There's no need to have bird feeders at this time. And then ensuring our sheds, our garages, and vehicles are secure. So animals from mice to bears will find their way into 
unsecured locations if there's any kind of food source that's available. And then lastly, it's worth mentioning our pets. Uh, mm. So reminding residents not to put pet food outside and making sure our dogs are on a leash, that we're staying on trail. And if we have cats, uh, a great solution for cats, especially those who like to go outdoors, are catios, which are um, enclosed spaces that make it safe for kitty and a lot safer for animals like wild birds. How long have, did you say catio has been around? Catios have been around for quite a while. They've gained in popularity, I think, on some social media channels. Um, it's a bit of a do-it-yourself project, but it's really fascinating what you can make. So they tend to uh, be these large screened-in porches or enclosures with multiple um, shelves or platforms that mm-hmm. cats can jump on and travel from. And then again, they're outside, but because it's an enclosed space, it gives a little bit of a barrier there to wildlife, which is really important. Cats are responsible for killing uh, a lot of babies and causing a lot of problems and chaos in the natural world. So everything from, you know, mice and birds up to, you know, baby rabbits, baby squirrels, and other infant wildlife. Hmm. Um this is a tough one to answer, I think. It's just, at the end of the day, we've encroached so much as this city grows, and I use Vancouver as an example, but many other cities as well. I mean, are we losing something in regards to just the, the, the encroachment of human beings on these animals, uh, in regards to the impact we have on animals? Because, you know, it's it's all well and good to be prepared and mindful and respectful. The reality is suburbs continue to expand. There's greater density further and further out. One only has to look at some of the um, the communities out in, in, in some of these um, suburbs. Uh, I look at Coquitlam, I look at the North Shore, mm-hmm. many others as well. I don't want to focus on any mm-hmm. one community, but our growth continues and the insatiable need for land continues. I mean, it seems that it's not them, it's us at the end of the day in regards to the impact we're having on their habitat. You're a smart man. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people share those concerns. Um, humans absolutely have a negative impact or can have an extreme negative impact on the natural world. We know that a lot of our recreational activities, our industry displaces animals, um, can directly harm the environment, eliminate important habitat, and just poor planning. You know, with our cities, every time a highway goes in, that decreases habitat and divides up spaces and, and it, it puts animals in a situation where they're on the move. And, um, trying to settle into new locations, which may or may not always go over well. But, I, you know, I, I really think that there's some practical, easy things people can do. And you also, just in your comment there, give a lot of consideration, you know, for maybe we do take things a step further and get more active in our city's planning process, join committees at the municipal level, advocate for um, green spaces and more wildlife corridors, uh, wildlife overpasses are something that is gaining in popularity, really interesting. Mm-hmm. And just ensuring that our bylaws and policies are, are giving animals a chance. Um, I always think it's such a gift to live in this province and all the animals that we share the landscape with. And every year, hundreds, if not thousands, of animals are killed as a direct result of human negligence. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's everything from people deliberately feeding wildlife to trying to take a selfie to driving carelessly and not, you know, paying attention. Um, there's so many unfortunate consequences to our behavior. 
Yeah, um, no, you're absolutely so right. It's, it's a time for my. It's a time for mindfulness. That's what I'm saying. No, I think you. I think you. I think you nailed it right on the head. I really appreciate uh, your comments. Thanks so much for your time today, Leslie.